This is a shock podcast. Once upon a time, long ago, there lived a king and queen in a faraway land. To their great happiness, the queen gave birth to a beautiful little girl. All the bells in the land were rung with joy, and the people of their kingdom rejoiced at the arrival of the new princess. The king and queen invited all the fairies in the kingdom to the naming party for the baby and what a party it was plates and silverware of pure gold were set with care before each guest throughout the night fairies had come by to grant the new princess blessings to the delight of the king and queen but one fairy named Maleficent, who had been banished from the court years before and had not been seen since, burst through the door. Her presence filled the palace with the bleakest of darknesses, and the guests cowered in fear. Why, I am deeply hurt by you, not extending the invitation to this baby shower. But no matter. Now that I'm here, I too shall grant your new baby a blessing. She stood up and pointed her long finger at the sleeping baby girl in the cradle. I, Maleficent, Declare before all of you that this child, on her 16th birthday, she shall prick her finger on the spindle of a spinning wheel and die. <laughs> she cackled when she saw the horror on the king and queen's faces. The king dropped to his knees and begged Maleficent to revoke her curse. With a whoosh of a smoke, the evil fairy vanished, leaving behind the echoes of her cackle. Everyone cried out with alarm, as you can imagine, and the queen burst into tears, clambering for her baby daughter. But... One fairy named Meriwether had yet to give her blessing. The king and queen asked this fairy to reverse the curse. Meriwether shook her head sadly, for that was simply impossible. But she could soften the curse. On her 16th birthday, when the princess pricks her finger on the spinning wheel, she will instead fall asleep for 100 years. The curse can only be broken with true love's first kiss. The king ordered every spinning wheel in the kingdom to be brought to the palace and burned. 
to ensure the princess would not be near a spinning wheel, he ordered the fairy Meriwether, along with two other fairies, Flora and Fauna, to take the baby far, far away. The fairies would then raise the child in a cottage deep in the woods. There, they would keep her safe until her 16th birthday. After that day, it would be safe to bring back the princess to the castle. Before they left, the king and queen bid goodbye to their dearest daughter, who they had named Aurora. Aurora grows up knowing no one other than the three fairies whom she knew as her aunts. She was also renamed Briar Rose to keep her safe and protected. The animals of the forest were her friends. The birds, the deers, the chipmunks and the rabbits followed her around as she fed them treats and cooed at them. From when she was little, Aurora was told she must stay inside the hills surrounding them. She did not mind that in the least, because the woods were vast and deep inside the mountains, and there was plenty of room for her to play. Aurora came home to the cottage one day to find her three aunts preparing for a party. Aunties, what's going on? She asked. Why, hello there, Briar Rose. Tonight, we will celebrate your 16th birthday, said Flora. Oh, it is? asked Aurora. Yes, said Meriwether. Oh, by the way, Briar Rose, will you please go into the woods and gather some berries for us? We can crush it up and it can make for some good paint. In actual fact, the fairies had planned a wonderful birthday surprise for her and they needed her out of the house to prepare. And so Aurora ran deep into the woods where her animal friends lived. A deer hopped beside her along with the rabbits and chipmunks. Soon, Aurora came to a road. In the distance was a carriage coming closer to her. As the rider approached, her animal friends scattered. Prince Philip, a prince from the neighboring kingdom, had followed Aurora's voice and was instantly struck by her beauty. Initially frightened, as she was not allowed to talk to strangers, she introduced herself to Prince Philip, of course, as Briar Rose. Oh, it was love at first sight, and she invited him to meet her family at the cottage that night for her birthday. Returning home, Aurora was thrilled to tell her guardians that she had fallen in love. The fairies finally told Aurora she was a princess already betrothed to a prince and she must never see the man she met again. Heartbroken, Aurora cried in her room for the remainder of her afternoon. 
Upon returning home, Philip informed his father of the peasant girl he met and wished to marry despite his pre-arranged marriage. King Hubert fails to convince his son otherwise, leaving him devastated. However, what Princess Aurora and Prince Philip did not know was that they were betrothed to one another. The fairies take Aurora to the castle to await her birthday celebrations, where she will finally see her parents. Suddenly, Maleficent appears and lures Aurora into a dark tower away from the fairies. Maleficent tricks her into touching the spindle of a cursed spinning wheel. Aurora, under Maleficent's curse, held out her finger to the tip of the spindle where she pricked her finger, fulfilling the curse. One tiny droplet of blood dripped from her finger and at once Aurora fell into a deep sleep. The three fairies find Aurora and place the sleeping princess on a bed in the highest tower and place a powerful spell on all the people in the kingdom, causing them to sleep until the spell on their princess is broken. They overhear a conversation between two kings and realize that Philip is the man Aurora has fallen in love with. They rush to find him, and when they do, they inform Philip of their new findings. And he runs across the castle and climbs up to the highest tower, where Philip sees Aurora fast asleep on the bed. He kisses her hand gently, and finally, she awakens. The curse was broken with true love's kiss. Together, they descended from the high tower and stepped into the prince's carriage. Down the road to the market square, they discovered a new world that had been lifted out of the darkness that Maleficent had caused. Aurora is finally reunited with her parents, who hold her dearly and closely, for they had not seen their daughter for 16 years. Prince Philip declares that he and Aurora are to be married. Flora, Fauna, and Meriwether embrace Aurora, who thanks them for taking care of her in the woods and treating her as one of their own. And with that, Princess Aurora and Prince Philip lived happily ever after, and Maleficent retreated back into the darkness from which she came from, never to be heard of and seen ever again. The End